I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, a virtual studio and community that exists to merge astrology, mindfulness, and meditation. My intention is to support your spiritual well-being to allow yourself to come back into harmony. I'm an astrologer and mindfulness meditation teacher, and I created this podcast for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention through astrology. I want to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so that you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life that you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Be Mindful Podcast. Today is the Capricorn season forecast episode. So I'm going to try to make this quick and efficient and structured like a Capricorn would. So I'm going to just talk about three main things that are happening in December of 2021, three like major things that are happening. Um, I'm not going to go into the January Capricorn events. So let's get into it. If you don't know anything about Capricorn, if you are Capricorn, I always say this every every forecast. Let me know your, if you're Capricorn on Instagram. Like, Send me a message at Be Mindful Studio or at Be Mindful Podcast and let me know your zodiac sign. It's just very fun for me. So the sun enters Capricorn on December 21st. So we shift from that Sagittarius energy into this more productive, structured, let's work, let's get down to business energy. You might be more focused on productivity or goal setting and things like that. So um, that energy will will shift. And it's, it's kind of where we experience that like New Year's resolutions type energy that you're going to feel as we move into 2022. And then this like major, the reason I'm only talking about three events today is because this major thing happens on December 24th, which is Christmas Eve, if you celebrate. And so it's a very interesting time to have this event on Christmas Eve where if you are spending it with families, it might make your family, it might um, just like build tension and things like that. Um, So, we are having the final Saturn square Uranus aspect of 2021. And I said that very slowly for like dramatic effect because it is like a bigger aspect that that's happening. So right now to break down what it means. So um, we have the planet of Saturn in Aquarius and it's making a square or like a challenging tension point in the sky with the planet of Uranus in Taurus. So they're both fixed signs. So we have Aquarius is fixed air and um, Taurus is fixed earth. So they're kind of like, they're, it's, it's a square. So anything that has the same modality within the zodiac signs, they're going to square each other. So here it's a fixed, a fixed square. So both of these signs It's like they're potentially stuck on things or they have a specific way of doing something. And then if you even look at the planets, we have Saturn, this planet of like responsibility. And then it's squaring with Uranus, the planet of like rebellion and freedom and like don't tell me what to do and how to live. 
but then Saturn comes in square, then it's like, but you have a responsibility. So this is the third time this is happening this year. So I want you to take a minute, a reflective pause, if you will, and think about um, if you remember what happened around February 17th and then on June 14th. Those are the uh, the other times where we had this um, this aspect of Saturn square Uranus. I'm trying so hard to say Uranus and not like the other way. Um, some another astrologer says Uranus, 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 and then Uranus, but it's just easier to say the other way. Anyway, I'm thinking back to February 17th, June 14th, what was going on? You could think collectively what we were experiencing, and then you could think about what was going on in your personal life, if any big changes were happening. If you're, if we're going to look at this on a personal level, so take, take another pause, find your natal chart, pull it up in front of you if it isn't already, and look to see what houses are ruled by Aquarius and Taurus and see um, if you have any planets in there, maybe you have your Saturn and Aquarius and you're going through your Saturn return right now. I have come across a few Saturn and Aquarius um, clients, students, and even someone, it's their second Saturn return. So looking to see where Aquarius and Taurus are in your chart. I'll give you an example for me. Aquarius rules my like eighth house of it's the Scorpio house. So um, for me, it's like the eighth house of uh, like psychology, the shadow side, the other side, other people's money, inheritances, all that kind of stuff. And then the 11th house for me is ruled by Taurus, which is the house of like community groups and friends, which is actually the, the Aquarius house. So even having Taurus rule the Aquarian house is like a square in itself. So looking to see where this energy of Aquarius and Taurus sits in your chart and seeing how they would kind of naturally interact with each other. And now sort of thinking about I totally just lost my train of thought. I don't edit my podcast. So I'm just going to leave that, that in there. Um, I have a lot of mercurial energy. I'm a Gemini. I have Virgo. I have Pisces. It too. I'm just, I totally lost my train of thought about what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, okay. And if we're thinking about the Capricorn season, as I'm talking about this, the Capricorns are probably like, he gets to the point. What do I need to know to make this like a relevant podcast? I should also say that I write horoscopes monthly for the Witches Fix. If you prefer to like read over the listening, I like to have a bunch of different ways to connect with you guys. So for thinking of like the personal, um, the way this the squares happening and how it could be affecting your chart is like you could be going through like breakups or changes in all kinds of relationships. There could be like career changes. Basically what it's going to do is like, because Aquarian energy, it's very like evolution. We're evolving as humans, right? Like looking at what you've outgrown and basically the square will tell you when like time's up with certain things. So like, um, yeah, if you've outgrown something or some like the, the purpose of a, of a situation, a relationship has been served in a sense. And now it's like, okay, you've learned the lesson from it or you've gotten what you needed. Now it's time to move forward. That's kind of the energy that this square brings. And then collectively, 
on a more global scale what this brings. It's just going to bring like tension politically. That's what I personally believe um, with everything that's been going on the last I don't even know how long it's been now. It's, it's crazy, but like something will happen and hopefully this Saturn and Aquarius energy will is it's going to bring positive change for humanity as a whole and for people so that like humans are thought of before money or big corporations and and stuff like that. That's the Aquarian energy. The um it's it's the humanity. It's an air sign so it wants to deal with like the people if that makes any sense. Okay. And then the last thing I'm going to talk about is on December 28th. So right before we say hello to 2022, Jupiter is going to enter Pisces. So every year Jupiter is in like a different sign. So for 2022, we have Jupiter and Pisces. And if you can think back to, I think May, I don't know how I know these dates really well, but it's May 13th to July 28th, 2021. You can think back to what was going on then because Jupiter was in Pisces at that point and then went back into Aquarius. So think about what was going on then and that can, it was supposed to give us like a flavor or a taste of what 2022 is going to be about. But um, Jupiter is a planet of like luck and expansion and travel and prosperity and in your personal needle chart it describes things that you love to do so if we're moving into a jupiter enters pisces oh my gosh i love pisces energy my moon's in pisces so it's sort of like that you know tapping into the magical side of life looking at the mysticism looking at spirituality maybe more about astrology looking at all of those things that are kind of like otherworldly they're not you can't hold it it's not tangible it's like the unseen, maybe going after your dreams. Pisces oh, rules the dreams. I can sometimes be in La La Land like earlier when I was talking and I completely stopped talking. I don't know what the heck happened there. Um, but that's the energy of Pisces. So I don't know really how Jupiter in Pisces is going to like how it will look globally. You never really know with astrology. It just kind of like hints at things. But if you internally feel a call to be more spiritual or to look at the unseen and the mysticism and all of this stuff, like do it. Like just just try it. And if you don't like it, you don't like it, but you got to try it. That's like the the Gemini energy in me will always tell you to like tap into your curiosity and try the things that you want to try. If you feel called to something, follow your intuition. And um, yeah, just do it. And if you don't like what you experience and like you don't have to continue doing it that's the beauty of like having um autonomy over your life which is a total aquarius theme right there but um yeah i think collectively we might feel called to be more spiritual and woo woo but um yeah that's gonna we might feel that call at the end right at the end of the year and then it's gonna like be that theme for uh, 2022 next year so this is actually a quick um episode. I kept it around the 10 minute mark. I'm very proud of myself for that. Um, and the last thing I'll say is, um, for Jupiter and Pisces, check to see if you have any Pisces, um, planets and then look, obviously see which, which house Pisces rules for you. And then Neptune will still be in Pisces, which is it's like home placement for a little longer moves very slow the outer planet of neptune so at, at, at a certain point we are we are going to experience a jupiter conjunct neptune i'm not quite sure when that day will be but that will happen and then i'm just having a thought here 
that I think in the like inter I don't know if it's traditional astrology. I don't know what, what word to use, but um, Pisces rules Neptune, but I think it also used to rule Jupiter. Like sometimes I think that's what it is. Oh my gosh, I could. I'm gonna Google quickly. This is how I Jupiter rules because Sagittarius is the thing, but we're gonna type in Pisces. Jupiter ruling planet Pisces. Let's see what it says. Yeah, so it's the ancient ruler. Okay, there it is. Yeah, so I wonder what kind of effect that will have on it actually because I always say like when a planet, um, like for example, oh my goodness. So like when the, oh my gosh, I need to think of an example here. Um, okay, Mercury, for example, is ruled by, um, so Gemini and Virgo rule Mercury. So if you have a natural placement of Gemini or Virgo and Mercury, my brother has Virgo and Mercury, and so does my best friend. And um, I say that's like a natural, it feels at home there. That's the, the, the thing I use. I say, um, I say Mercury feels at home in that placement of Gemini or Virgo, right? It just, it's chill there. It feels at home. It, it's doing its thing. So potentially when Jupiter um, moves into Pisces, Jupiter actually might feel at home there. It might feel comfy and cozy, um, with us expanding um, and having spiritual growth through the sign of Pisces next year. That's fun. Because I've read charts before and people have Sagittarius, like Jupiter and Sagittarius. And I'm like, oh, it feels at home here because it it is the, the ruler. But Pisces rules Jupiter as well. Okay. Anyway, we, did, we discovered that together. Maybe you already knew that. So anyway, let me know what you – where like where all these things are happening in your in your chart let me know you want to see on the podcast for 2022 i'm hoping to continue with these monthly forecasts at least to finish off the um the zodiac year so so ending like at pisces season and then reevaluating if we want to continue them into aries season so go read your horoscope that i wrote for the witches fix and let me know what's up on instagram Happy Mindful Studio, Happy Mindful Podcast, and then fun new offerings for 2022 are coming soon for Be Mindful Studio. Um, we have our astrology membership, and then astrology school will be opening again in the spring. So if you want to like learn and learn more about astrology for self awareness and get to know yourself through your chart and discover so many cool things, like there's like purpose, there's you know, how we communicate or your emotional body. It's really fun, really, just to dive in to your chart. Um, Astrology School opens up again in the spring, but there are, like, digital courses if you want to self-study, if you're, like, an independent learner. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you for listening, and I hope that was, like, succinct and structured enough and not too long and to the point, um, like a Capricorn would would want everything planned out and structured so I tried not to ramble as much today thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode if you love today's episode do not forget to share it with a friend or on social media or leave a review or rating below and make sure to tag us on social media at be mindful studio or be mindful podcast if you share it 
Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an episode idea that you would like covered, don't be afraid to message me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you and stay in touch. Thank you so much again for your support and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode.